When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Time on with Sam Hargraves on SEN. Uh, welcome back to Time On. There is smoke coming from the radio. There's smoke coming from the phone box as well, and I will get back to your call straight away, but we had a small window to talk some VFL. It's going to be a fascinating season as this uh, gets started uh, this weekend. Uh, it's a new-look competition, three states involved, 22 teams, uh, and, of course, you'll see it all on Channel 7. The voice of it all is uh, Nigel Carmody, a voice you'll know well uh, from AFL Nation days. He'll be doing the AFLW Grand Final this weekend as well, which is uh, going to be a massive, massive occasion Saturday afternoon, uh, 2 p.m. at the Adelaide Oval. Nigel Carmody, hello to you, mate. Hello, Sam. Nice to hear your voice and be back on SEN. I'm starting to think someone had lost my number in there, but um, no, good to be with you and very much looking forward to, as you mentioned, big weekend of footy and... Uh, yeah, can't wait to get started. It certainly is. It, it, we, um, I, I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on this competition, given that it's it's never looked like the way it's going to look this year. And for you, there's a lot more prep for you. 22 teams, you've got uh, the, the six teams that are interstate, two in New South Wales and uh, four in Queensland. Uh, what, are you, how do you, what are your expectations going into the year? Well, my expectations are I think this is a, a theme that's consistent with how the competition has looked since the the old VFL slash VFA merged with the AFL reserves in 2000. I mean, I think that season we had a, a an 18 team competition. At that time, you had the Sydney Swans aligned with Port Melbourne for a period of time, which you saw, you know, a large majority of the players that ended up playing in Sydney's 2005 premiership were part of a grand final team with Port Melbourne in 2002, and they used to travel down every week. So. We've had the Gold Coast Suns spend a year in the VFL in 2010 before they entered the obviously the AFL as well. So it's it's new in many respects, but changes have been such a constant theme in this league over the last few years with alignments shifting and AFL clubs deciding to bring their programs in-house. So it's just more of the same in some respects, but I think that, yeah, clearly the seismic shift is the addition of the teams that we haven't seen before. So the Southports and the Aspleys who come out of the NEFL and will now get a chance to test their best of Victoria. So how big a jump are you expecting that to be for, for these teams? Because for the, for the AFL affiliated, I think they'll have a bit of a leg up. But but really the most intriguing two teams in this uh, are your Aspleys and, and are your Southports. I think it's a hard read and perhaps a little bit similar to the AFL season. We're, we're clearly not going to know until we've got a sample of I think half a season to see not only how those clubs are set up with their lists and the style of footy that 
will be being played in the VFL, which you'd imagine is going to be maybe perhaps more contested than what we've seen traditionally in the, the NEFL. And clearly, week in, week out, if they're coming to Victoria, they're going to be playing in conditions in July that are a bit different to what you would get running around at grounds in the northern states at that time of year as well. So there'll be some adjustments to be made there. But, I mean, particularly from Southport, it's always been a... I think a club Victorians have identified pretty strongly with and seen the success they've had in the Queensland State League. And that's obviously transferred into playing against some of the better teams in the NEFL as well. And they've been competitive and they're a strong club who've got a really good foundation behind them financially. So whether it's this year or it's in time, you'd imagine they're going to be trying to build to be, you know, a sustainably competitive team, you know, not too similar to what the likes of Port Melbourne and Williamstown have done. The new rules caused a fair bit of ire amongst the uh, the AFL coaches in the practice matches that they were looking at. The AFL intervened pretty quickly and watered them down substantially in terms of the uh, the position resets from stoppages. Uh, what was your read on that? I think it's common sense that there's yep. been uh, a number of games played and, and the look and feel of the game just wasn't right and also the ability for them players to transfer back and forth from AFL, they were playing, I guess, effectively a different set of rules. So for those who aren't aware, the anti-density rule now is it's two players inside the forward 50 for boundary throw-ins. No players required in the goal square and teams will be given 12 seconds to reset. Otherwise, a free kick will be awarded at the point of any stoppage. So that's enough now for teams to sort of set up in a way that isn't completely different and dysfunctional from what we've seen at AFL level, I think. And, and hopefully it means that the, the gameplay will be as free-flowing as what we've seen in the AFL in the first four rounds. Some big names that we should be keeping an eye on that have either come in from the AFL or, or players that you're expecting to have a, a big impact this year? Well, I think the, the watch is twofold almost. There'll be a group of players who have missed the draft that will take their opportunities at, at various VFL clubs this year. And, and, you know, in some cases, some of those guys will get an opportunity come the AFL mid-season draft, perhaps. So I think that's that's really exciting. And we're talking about players who had no chance, perhaps, to advance their draft prospects last year simply because they missed out on playing any significant NAB League football. So I think that's going to be an exciting watch from a competition point of view in the first half of the season. From a recruiting perspective, I mean, traditionally, Williamstown, I mean, they were within a whisker of beating a, a, a stacked Richmond team in an epic grand final, the last VFL game we got to enjoy back in 2019. And while they've had a little bit of the fabric of that team eroded with guys who've elected to go on and um, perhaps go back to local football or, or head elsewhere, again, they've been really strong in a recruiting sense and they regained Mitch Hebbard out of... Essendon, after a season on their list, they get Tay Miles out of Hawthorne's program, who I think is going to be a really good user of the football at mm. VFL level as well. So they've gone and bolstered their list again. But the other interesting watch, I think, from a, a list point of view is the coaching changes that have happened as well. And there's been a lot of shifts, particularly with AFL club programs, where they've been COVID-impacted. But that's also created opportunities for Xavier Clark, who takes over Richmond's VFL team, Lee Adams at North Melbourne, and Justin Platt moves out of Melbourne to take over Williamstown. So I think that as much as anything is going to be something for us to watch and see how those coaches go being in charge. Yeah, and I think Paddy McCartan playing for Sydney will be compelling 
viewing for a whole range of different reasons. And I think the whole footy world is in unison when it just hopes that, that he can get a run at it and a safe run at it. Um, that's going to be a must watch. Right, I don't have much long with you. I know you're a very busy man with many different functions and uh, sort of things to be attending. Uh, I just need your, your, your premiership tip, your JJ Liston tip and your Jim Miller, the goal-kicking tip, please. Poor. <laughs> Difficult to say the very least. Uh, not something I would say I've put a lot of time into as yet. Um, yeah, premiership, uh, sort of happy to revert to type and not sit on the fence again, but I think I'll probably side with Box Hill at this stage. Going to yep. be coached by Sam Mitchell. I think we can see the development that's happening in the Hawthorne list at the moment, but there's some some strong players around their program and, and maybe there's going to be some older AFL-listed guys that do spend some time in the VFL. That's a, that's a watch, but they've also got, um, as we know, a traditionally very strong VFL list. Damien Mercedes, ex-Port Melbourne player to captain them this season. So I'll side with the Hawks, but it's not something you'd be, um, you'd be investing too much in. I would have thought until we're a few games in. Frosty Mill medal, um, call me in four weeks. That's uh, that's terribly difficult. Um, but again, hopefully we're going to see a return to maybe, you know, I don't think we've seen a goal kicker in the league kick 50 plus in the last few years. So hopefully we're going to see again the full forwards and the forwards once again have a bit of a presence as well. I think the, the one thing that's always exciting, we touched on it chatting about the mid-season draft, is the Fothergill round Mitchell medal for the most promising player in the league has been a conveyor belt for the AFL in recent seasons. Jake Riccardi sort of been the, the latest of them who did great things for the Giants last year. So who is not just one, but perhaps the next handful of guys who can emerge to push their case for AFL footy is um, really exciting. Uh, Nigel, it is incredibly exciting. That and just the fact that the uh, the VFL is back this Friday, April 16th. Uh, Richmond taking on Sandringham at Punt Road to get the season underway. The most interesting season uh, in recent memory, and we can't wait for it to unfold. You'll be at the forefront of it yourself, Brown Dog. Um, it's going to be great uh, and, and must watch. Uh, and then your team and, and Jace as well will be doing the AFLW Grand Final this Saturday, 2pm, mate, on 7. So good luck with that, and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Sam. Cheers. Nigel Carmody, uh, Saturday, 2pm, uh, Adelaide and Brisbane in the AFLW Grand Final, and then you can watch all of the uh, VFL matches or, or the, the VFL match of the round uh, on Channel 7 throughout the season. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.